Hello, and welcome to another episode of City Daily, a Lint podcast. Children are quite good at using their imaginations. Adults, well, we are a little out of practice. Did you know that Jesus encourages us to grow young? Jesus states in Matthew 18, verse 3, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Once upon a time, we were each a child. And today, let's use our rusty imaginations and grow young for our Lent devotional. Let's journey into our mind's eye to the foot of the cross and sit down crisscross applesauce in the dirt, leaning against the vertical beam of the cross. It's just you and the empty cross. And we wonder, what does this cross mean for me? Let's just stay put right there at the foot of the cross while we consider this question together. If you've never heard the story of Ben-Hur, A Tale of the Christ by Lou Wallace, then Lent and Easter are a perfect time to enjoy or re-enjoy this classic. Ben-Hur is an historical fiction novel that was published 142 years ago. You can easily find this story in book, film, or radio theater. It's an adventure full of fractured relationships, revenge, and redemption. One of the most powerful features of this story is that it personalizes who Jesus Christ is to the characters. It makes me wonder if this is why it became the American bestseller of the 19th century and why it is still considered a classic today. Judah Ben-Hur is the main character and is a Jewish prince in Jerusalem. Chronologically, his life story runs parallel to Jesus' life story, and ultimately the most intense scene of the film is Jesus' crucifixion. Judah Ben-Hur is standing in the pouring down rain at the foot of the cross watching Jesus die. Judah's family has already been torn to shreds by the harsh realities that are still tearing our families apart today. Unbeknownst to him, as the life and blood of Jesus is draining out of Jesus' body, off the cross and into the mud, the streams of bloody, muddy rainwater are spreading wider and farther. One of these streams is flowing to a cave dwelling of lepers. This is where Judah's mother and sister have been isolated by their infection of leprosy. As the bloody, muddy rainwater touches their feet, they find themselves to be healed. The reason for Judah's devastation at the foot of the cross is ultimately the very reason why his family has any hope at all. The Ben-Hur story does an incredible job of personalizing Jesus for Judah Ben-Hur's family. What a gorgeous gift we can receive when we consider that the real Jesus cares about the real us. Life will never be the same when once Jesus touches you. All the messy, all the ugly, and all the complicated. We are promised in Isaiah 61 verse 3, a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. 
They will be called Oaks of Righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. When Jesus and I were first becoming friends, my end of our conversations were more like self-pitiful temper tantrums. I showed Jesus pile after pile of ashes. I talked a lot, and I was fairly mouthy. He listened patiently. I am his beloved basket case. He is proving to be true to his word. I continue to give him my ashes, my mourning, and my despair. Jesus smiles at me, adjusts my disheveled crown of beauty, nourishes me with joy, and reminds me to just keep singing. The gift at the cross remains the greatest gift to humanity. That fact stands for all time and all people, whether or not we acknowledge it. I can't personalize Jesus into your life for you. Only you and Jesus can do that together. I do encourage you to consider your life story and if it does run parallel to Jesus' story. If it doesn't, sitting at the foot of the cross in your mind's eye is such an interesting and humbling way to meet Jesus for the first time, or perhaps to get to know him a little more. I can't promise you much, but I can promise you this. You will find Jesus if you are looking for him. I have been wrecked more times in my life than is probably considered healthy. When I am undone, I go home to the cross. I am slowly learning to stay put at the cross so that I can cling to it for dear life. For it is at the cross where I am growing both young and rooted. When I imagine myself at the foot of the cross, it's not very pretty. I'm in a fetal position, curled up in the mud, shivering in the pouring down rain, Jesus' blood washing over my skin and frailty, and all I can think to do is keep singing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see.